What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Get the Podcast, episode 27, I believe. Uh, What's going on? I'm your host, Claudia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. What's up, Dan? What's going on? Should be a good discussion today. Uh, Again, this is um, something that I think has just sort of come up through conversation and, you know, as as we're approaching, um, you know, different steps in in our business and lives of like, People, um, you know, want to avoid making mistakes and that's uh, that's kind of part of the process. But if there's things right. that we've learned that we can pass on to you guys um, to avoid, then I think that that would be helpful. So great episode uh, lined up for today. Uh, but don't forget to subscribe, like this, uh, this episode. We're on typically every Wednesdays. Uh, we'll have guests uh, or, you know, have really hot topics uh to discuss um but today we're gonna keep it chill fourth of july was yesterday um yep. it was popping out here in la the <laughs> fireworks <laughs> i know this was like it went on show and i know it went on all night last night i i literally felt like it was happening outside my window after a while i just like i could like hear it going on and on and on i was like dude like, these people don't stop. Um, I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll kind of uncover what are sort of common mistakes that people make uh, in real estate entrepreneurship. Maybe mistakes we've done. Uh, we'll kind of go go over that. Um, but what are some? Uh, I guess starting out. I mean, maybe this is kind of a packed question. Um, but when you kind of start out in in real estate specifically, because I know mm-hmm. you've opened different businesses. Uh, what what would be some things maybe you would have you would change for those who are maybe are starting out in real estate specifically wholesaling or, or uh, any aspect of the industry? I think for me it would be networking a little bit more in the beginning. I think mm-hmm. I think I was in a situation where you know, my back was against the wall and I was trying to do everything myself and learn um, everything at once. And uh, at at one point of just me learning, I had to take action too. Right. So I think a lot of people hesitate to take action when they first start. They may buy a course. They may start, not even start the course. I mean, they'll buy it and then not even go into the course or dive into the material or learn it. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's very important is that at least kind of learn the basics, go through what you need to go through and then dive into getting into it on the networking side. I really didn't know what I was getting into at first, but honestly, it's just starting any other business. You kind of knew what you were doing the general premise of it when you right. were researching, doing your researching, who you were going to be, your who was going to be your mentor. And I think, you know, once you started to talk about it, uh, then I think more people would be uh, open to it as well. I think that's for me, I think I would, I should have talked about it sooner uh, than waiting till I got a deal done and then started to talk about it. But I think, uh, you know, it's a two-edged sword there because you don't want to talk about something you haven't done yet, right? Right. Or, but um, you can always 
be truthful and say, you know, I'm getting into real estate investing. I joined this great program, but, um, you know, I would love to network with other real estate investors or realtors or what have you in that. Yeah. I love that. I think we could definitely unpack that. Um, that's just alone. I think, yeah, networking uh, would definitely be one. Um, Cause I think for a lot of us, it's, we want to do everything ourselves, right? Like, right. Maybe it's uh, the athlete in us or maybe it's our ego of, of, or not just knowing what we don't know as well, but you know, for, for right now in like Chris's group, um, he's really preaching like, Hey, collaborate with each other and mm-hmm. kind of using the community uh, to partner up in JV. And I think um, maybe had that been more accessible or available, cause it's just something that just kind of happened. Right. Like yeah. through, uh, through time and creating case studies where he's like, Oh, maybe we should do it this way. Then maybe I would have done that more but i felt like i had to do everything myself to like mm-hmm. it. so it's, it's definitely not something i would have done but like it helped me learn to the entire process as well yeah. it also yeah. made me learn how time consuming it is uh as well so i think uh networking for sure is is the biggest key uh, in general uh no matter what industry you're in um and i think also is another kind of thing is um kind of knowing uh what what you want to do because i think a lot of people Mm. get like you said um they join something then they just fall off or they'll pay for something or they just continue paying and like don't do anything with it uh like you said you have to take action and things that you apply so it's like find an accountability partner or uh find somebody who you know is going to hold you accountable for like hey you're paying for this subscription like are you, are you learning anything? Like, what are you doing? Because that happens a lot. Um, and I think it's just identifying what it is you want to do and, and taking those action steps um, and where you can add value because everyone has different backgrounds. So talking about like sh- what, what to share on social media. And I think everyone's kind of doing the same thing, right? On like almost the content I've kind of noticed mm-hmm. for wholesaling. It's like, uh, this is what you can do with this, or this is what you can do for that. So I, I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel, but see where you can find a lane or a niche or something where you you can add value. Um, so like one was like, okay, I, I work a nine to five and this is how you can manage it. Or, um, hey, I'm an engineer and this is how I analyze. You know, it's there's so many different ways uh, people can really uh, incorporate value Um that, that really don't, that shy away. And I think the best thing is to document your journey because you never know who's mm-hmm. watching. Um, but you don't necessarily have to have the pressure of being um, an influencer either. So yeah. I think um, that's maybe a common mistake is like people try to do the most or try to reinvent the wheel when they don't necessarily have to um, in that aspect. But I think the biggest thing, yeah, like no matter what community you're gonna join, like just just take action. Like mm-hmm. write out what it is you want to do and and um, and follow through it and have accountability partner. Uh, and I think yeah. that was something I wish uh, I would have gotten much sooner and mm-hmm. not shy away from it. Yeah, I think that's important. I think when people get into real estate or just any kind of venture, I think they need to 
really I, going back to what you said about the time commitment mm. and mm. you know how much time something uh, takes we don't mm. realize when we until we get into it how much it does take right uh locking up a deal takes time you know that process uh disbowing that process once you have it locked up that takes another time but that takes away from other things within your business and you don't realize that until you're in it right so right after you get your first deal locked up you're so excited now you're trying to find maybe buyers on the host at least on the wholesaling side right. you're trying to find buyers and you're scrambling to find buyers but that's taking away from finding more deals right, right. and so they're at, when you're first starting out that's kind of a uh, you know mistake that you sh you shouldn't you know have and i was you know that was part of me that was my first deal and you know, I wasn't concentrating on more deals uh, back to back. So right. one is the t understanding the time and how to fix that and how to continually try to fill your pipeline up while you still have a deal locked up and you're searching for that. So I know you were big on time blocking when you first started out mm -hmm. and uh, making sure you had a set time that you were going to still reach out to sellers and then there was a certain time when you were gonna reach out to buyers so right. i think that's really important and people don't realize that when they first get into uh, real estate investing or wholesaling so that i think that's yeah. another important pitfall that people get trapped into um that's something to avoid as well yeah because if you think about it most of the audience or people who transition to uh entrepreneurship whether it be real estate or you know, e-commerce, whatever. Everyone, for the most part, has a nine to five still. Like not mm. many, a small percentage, I feel like that uh, don't have a job and decide, or quit their job to go all in. Like that's, I think that's a small percentage. I don't have the accurate data in front of me, but just based off the people I know, most people have a nine to five um, that they start off with. So that your, your time is already against you in that sense depending on like what your schedule is and, and whatnot. So kind of knowing that you have to, um, again, just figure out what works for you. Like what's your consistency? Is it two hours? And like just being intentional with that time that you use. Because uh, even, uh, you know, I struggle with that sometimes too on like what's the difference of being busy versus productive. Mm. Uh, you can do busy work, but it's like what has that gotten you? Um, so it's just being really intentional with the time that you do block Right. Um, and for many people that it's it's that are used to nine to fives, that's very difficult um, mm -hmm. to create time for yourself or, you know, using that time to be on your own and, and be dependent on you. Because when you're entrepreneur, it's, it's just you like you're the boss. Right. Uh, and I think I saw I think I maybe mentioned this last week, but I saw a, a video of this guy who's making crazy money in, in tech. And he was just saying, if you can't work for your, if you can't work for someone, you damn near can't work for yourself. Like wow, you have yeah. to like, know how to, um, how to work with people, how to collaborate. Like, you know, is it just because you don't like being told what to do? Like doesn't say much about you as an entrepreneur. Um, like you need to take these skills and apply them in the entrepreneurial space. 
Um, so I think just keeping that in mind, I think that's the biggest thing, biggest mistake people make is they either get too comfortable. And that's something I definitely did is like, yes, I yeah. time up, but I didn't know like how to kind of navigate it all or balance it all. Um, or I was, I was maybe doing more busy work versus productive work. Um, and so, so I think that's a, that's a big struggle that people uh, start off with um, just right off the bat. Cause they just don't know how to, how to manage that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because I think in the other businesses that I started, I was more focused on structure and and making sure it was set up correctly and then uh, diving into, you know, getting clients or services or selling products or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I think that was more busy work than actual, you know, being uh, intentional about getting revenue in what actions am I going to take to actually bring in money right now not you know all that other stuff could be um, put to the back burner um, Mm -hmm. and done you know not in between like a certain time block or you know so like you said you know being intentional is going to be it's very important in whatever you do um, whatever business industry that you are in, you, yeah, you it, I think that's super important to to know and um, understand about yourself too. Because right. as an entrepreneur, your mindset has to change from a worker bee to a um, an owner or a business owner, right? right. You, people can be an entrepreneur and still be self-employed. You're still basically you're essentially a worker bee still right right and what's funny is um you know people say oh yeah i can't do the nine to five i hate being told or i hate having to work for someone but as an entrepreneur you you have customers like you have Mm. you're still working for someone right but you know you have the luxury of uh creating your own kind of business and everything and, and the freedom that comes with it but you you still have somebody you're working for right you have a cut you have a seller a buyer mm-hmm. somebody that you're you're working for if they're calling they can be calling right where you've had calls at 8 p.m 9 p.m you're gonna pick mm-hmm. up like if there's a deal going on so what's what's the difference between that and um i mean there are differences but um you know with the nine to five too like with people like getting bogged down like oh i hate being told what to do like isn't the seller in the way like you're still navigating that so um i think there is a difference and so you have to um if you really want to be successful and that's something we're working towards right is you have mm-hmm. to really have that mindset change of like um you know i'm not a worker bee um you know this isn't like a <clears throat> a nine to five, like I, I am, I am actually working towards something and you have to be committed. You have to believe in the vision before anybody else does. Right. And even when things yeah. go bad, like you still have to continue that. So I think another common mistake I made was comparing myself to other people. And even mm-hmm. then it's still, it's still hard, but I, I think I'm able to grasp it a little bit better. Um, but seeing other people either who started before me or after me or, um, maybe in some sort of similar situations, like it's hard not to compare yourself. Right. Um, and you know, everyone has their own like process and journey, but you know, that's, that's always a common thing. And that distracts you from your goals as well when you're yeah. focused in on what other people are doing. So 
uh, I think that's a very common mistake people make starting out is mm -hmm. comparing themselves instead of comparing, maybe collaborate or reach out and be like, what, well, what right. did you do? What have you done? Uh, and I think that's, that's a big kind of, that's a tip to um, comparing yourself is like reach out to more people uh, as part of networking and, and kind of see like, Hey, wh where, where can I, where can I, what can I adjust? Uh, and then, yeah. you know, that can like coaching um, that can go into like, uh, mentoring, mentorship, stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that, um, that that's an important aspect as well, too. And, uh, I think the next common mistake is, um, knowing how to pivot too, like mm -hmm. knowing how to see what's working and what's not working and adjusting your, your initial strategy to, focus on the things that are going to work um, or even to yeah pivot. yeah exactly um and i think it's a it's a two-pronged approach right you have to have the education to know what you're going to do in all strategies one two it's what strategy is going to be best for let's say this market or um what is best for your business. So it's learning, you know, what strategies are going to work for you to, and knowing how to pivot between uh, each strategy. Right. Mm. And I think people don't think ahead far enough to understand that aspect. There's just in the moment and they, you know, as a business owner, there's a lot of pivots and turns that you have to make and decisions you have to make for your business and um, you have to understand why you're making those uh, changes and mm -hmm. and then executing those changes based off of what you learn. And then if right. you, you, you wanna go that direction but don't know it all, then ask for help or, you know, and that's where the education and networking, all that comes all together, right? Yeah, you have to be in the know constantly as a business owner um, which is one thing I think Chris has mentioned and something we do too is like staying in the news or like keeping up with the news, not necessarily CNN or anything like that, but like, you know, there's different like Wall Street Journal, um, right. you know, the real deal. Uh, mm -hmm. there's, um, well, there's, there's a few other ones I can't think of off the top of my head in terms of real estate, but you should also keep track of like what's going on in the world because that affects uh, real estate in your industry. Um, mm -hmm. Like, for example, right now, at least in the real estate space with texting, uh, Twilio is becoming an issue. Like, yeah. Twilio is really bogging down on um, carrier restrictions. So you're mm -hmm. constantly having to adjust, and that can be really, really hard. And uh, I was having a conversation, and I was in a meeting with, uh, I think, Chris in one of his uh, mentorship groups and he was talking about like i saw this ahead like i saw this way before because I, I was keeping track of um all of the um texts that didn't go through and all the things and he's like i'm registered and everything you have to like register through twilio and do mm -hmm. all these steps um and he's like this could really affect my business if I don't do anything. And so that's an example of like, okay, well, what can I do? Okay. I still have cold calling, but when you're kind of doing both at a mass scale and you stop one, 
you're putting more pressure on, on another. So that's where mm-hmm. that's an example of where you, you have to learn how to pivot. All right, what, what can I do? And so he's working on some things um, to help with the texting aspect. Um, and so that's, that's kind of a prime example. You have to like be comfortable enough mm-hmm. to know, see what's far ahead, what's, what's going on and making these decisions, but, and just making the decision. I think that's also another thing. People take too long to make decisions as well. Yeah. And that's kind of going yeah. into what you're talking about and like pivoting, just trust your gut, whatever, make a decision and then live with whatever the consequences are. If it's something bad, then you learn from it. But you're gonna get better, but like you can't be stuck overthinking either. You have to just yeah. really take some time to think. Okay, what what's what's going on here, and then just just make a decision. So um, there's a lot of aspects of it's it's very difficult for being a business owner. It's not there's yeah. no blue. It's like you know it's a it's a constant, especially the you know when it comes to your income, like it's dependent on on you to to make money, right? So. Um, mm-hmm that's where you know you have that added pressure but there's there's these things that that you can um you can apply to help with that yeah i think that's great too and i think uh, the airbnb business is taking a hit as well too just because of regulations that are going on i think um you know bookings are down 40 percent compared to what they were like in pre-pandemic or a year ago or so so what what's the shift there right and um i think a lot of people kind of knew that we're in in the investing world that like it might have been a short-term like huge uh success get in get in while you could get in but there were going to be changes um going down the road right so if you're an experienced uh, investor too you would have seen that as well exactly when like there was more regulations, I don't know if it started in Georgia or Atlanta, but dirt mm-hmm. certain markets started like really pounding down. And, and so the people that only strategy that worked when they acquired properties was Airbnb um, and not anything else are really screwed right, right now. Um, exactly. We're in a really tough predicament. So one of the, 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 the things that's always, that was given to us <laughs> to avoid that mistake was, Hey, um, make sure when you b- acquire a property, like what are the, what, there should be multiple exit strategies. You should be able to do yeah. a short rental. Uh, you could Airbnb. That's a nice to have maybe midterm, uh, you know, what yeah. kind of aspects can you do? Can you wrap it? Like, you know, it's, um, you, when you just rely on one source, like in, in anything, right. It's not going to go well when things when shit hits the fan. Um, so I think that's a yeah. really great example with Airbnb is people are struggling now. There's going to be those people who are like, hey, well, my property is doing great or it's doing great in Vegas or it's doing great in here. But mm-hmm. who knows? At some point, there's going to be regulations um, that may affect it. So it's just being prepared. But that's those are two prime examples of, of learning to pivot. And that takes yeah. time. I think it's just surrounding yourself with people. And, and that goes back to the networking is, uh, you know, attending as many events as you can, like putting yourself mm-hmm. out there social media or um you know going to events and introducing yourself and again just seeing where you can add value and and just practicing like talking to people and um and what you can offer yeah and i think uh, like you know people that are listening or you know watching this um you know or in in the future i think you guys should just at least comment and see see what you know what you guys are doing um what common mistakes that you have in you know you experience 
you know, in real estate or being an entrepreneur. I think that's important just so people, other people can see, like, no one really kind of talks about the mistakes. They talk about more of the successes. And, and I think mistakes are um, helpful to learn. Um, and, you know, so other people can learn from that and not make the same mistake. Right. And right. that's where you know, that was the whole premise of us starting this podcast is providing value and helping other people. So they don't make the same mistakes that we made and just, you know, showing other people's experience as well. And, you know, broadening the knowledge of just real estate or entrepreneurship as well too. So I think, you know, if you could comment below, that would be great. And, you know, I think it would help every, everybody that's, you know, that follows us. Absolutely. And that's, a, we're always trying to get better too, right? Like pivoting. Yeah. And, uh, it's almost the same thing here where we made some slight, some slight pivots here and there, but there's things too where, um, as we're analyzing other aspects, we're like, okay, well, what can we do with this podcast as well? Um, Cause there is mm-hmm. a lot of, value. I mean, anybody I talk to, um, says, you know, how much they've learned and, and how helpful it is. And uh, we want to continue that. So how, how do we, how can we expand off of that? So there's, um, there's a lot of things too, even with this podcast that we've, yeah. uh, that we've learned and we mistakes that we've done and, and um, you know, what, what we've kind of applied or changes we've made. But, um, but I think it's, 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 it's normal to make mistakes and the quicker you yeah. want to do shortcuts, is uh you know networking finding a uh, a coach or mentor that's always going to shortcut any mistake right because mentors mm-hmm. have already gone through um have already had mistakes um and they've outlived to to tell you right what what not to right. do um so yeah. definitely vet people in your industry uh and and kind of identify like who are those people that you can trust that you can learn from um, because there's a lot of scams out there as well on like coaching and mentorship. So, um, definitely ask around. I think that's where like your network is really key, but we really hope, um, you guys got a lot out of this. Uh, cause yeah. I think, um, you know, it's a, it's a common thing. So, uh, you know, we're all going to make mistakes one way or another, but it's just like, keep going and, and continue pursuing your vision and your goals. And, um, don't focus so much on the outcome. Uh, focus on the process and that's something we've talked about as well is is just uh, focus on your journey enjoy it like have fun like yeah, that's why we started fun. your business right like you didn't start it because you hate it like right mm-hmm. like nobody nobody does that they do that for the um the thrill of like oh like i can create something i can do and so like you know continue that like kind of um motivation um and that sort of thought process to to keep you going on those tough days. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys all had a safe 4th of July and yep. thank you guys so much for, for tuning in and we'll be back next week. Um, we have some exciting guests coming up over the next couple of weeks as well. So yeah, um, looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be really great, but I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend and we'll, we'll chat with you guys next week. All right. See you guys. Peace. Later.